I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Episode 80 of the Mini Bites. I uh, just can't believe that that was the response I was looking for. And, you know, that somebody would go ahead and say that. And then then I'm going to have to try to, you know, go ahead and ride that storm because I ain't apologizing for a damn thing. You know, as a matter of fact, when people go ahead and tell you that you made a 15-minute podcast on something that needed to be talked about... It's amazing how people will try to gatekeep you, and at the same time, I have over 100 episodes of doing this on my main show. I think you know it, because here we are tonight, the one that started it all. Because, welcome to the J-Man Show, here on J360 Radio! When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a click away. Order online and pick up at your local store. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Woo! <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Live from the state of three counties, baby. Yes! This is J-Man, the one, the only, and really the only one you need to be concerned about. But at the same time, leader of J360 Productions here for the J-Man Show, episode 191, baby. Woo! I could just feel 200 on the horizon. We's at the summit, just about. You know what I'm saying? Ha! Just you wait. Eight more to go. Mm-mm-mm. Now, some people have been asking me what my plans of that are, and I'm thinking that we can make a really big special thing out of this. So, you know, you know, some of y'all could go ahead and leave me a couple lines on the hotline if you want. You know, go ahead and tell me how you like the shows. And it doesn't even matter which show, you know. As long as you go ahead and you give me your good feedback. And and just one way or another, I found that a lot of people actually liked what I said on the mini bites. So that keeps me going, you know. It, it really does help all around. Like, you know, on, on the other hand, you might not always get the one opinion that really, you know, overall universally loved. But at least if you can go ahead and get that 3-4, you're doing something. Because there's always going to be that one fourth that doesn't know what you're talking about and doesn't appreciate what you're talking about. Which is what I had to deal with with that one episode. But I don't want that to be taking up all the time in this episode. So I'm going to go ahead and clear the air right now. When it gets right down to it, 200 is going to be amazing for this series. And it's going to be a landmark episode. And then who knows, I'll probably bring in aspects from different J360 shows just to sell the point. Because, hey, if it wasn't for the J-Man show, those other shows wouldn't exist. See what I'm saying? So it'd be nice to give back in a way. But, um, yes, let's go on ahead back to that right quick. So I did that episode about, you know, thought culture and pretty much like 
how you go about utilizing certain business practices, right? Right. And sometimes, you know, people can be pretty damn annoying with them. I mean, I understand. Like, there are times where I use email and DM marketing for these shows. But at best, you know, you know it's coming. And it's usually like that one package for that one time. It's not like, you know, every other conversation a spam, every other conversation a spam. And, you know, things like that. With that other particular individual, as I was calling him out on that kind of stuff, and I just didn't want to play ball with it, somebody listened to the show and then went ahead on this whole fanfic different account. Like, you know, I was hurt and I was sad that I didn't get nowhere with that girl and all that stuff. And I'm like, how the hell did you get that out of that? And then I really thought about it because, you know, he's asking me if I was hurt and all that stuff. And I, and I really thought about it. See, the first time... I was taken aback, and then the second time when I read what he said, I realized this and came to the same conclusion. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) And it's amazing to me, man, but that's the public for you. You see, right off the bat, it's like one way or another. I could talk and call out about how to be better professionals, about how to, you know, present yourself better as a way to work out. Whereas other people will be like, oh, you're just a man. You shouldn't talk about that stuff. These women are able to do this. That platform's not yours anymore. You're gatekeeping on me, aren't you? I think you're shilling out. I think nine times out of ten, you might not agree with everything I say, but hey, I've said that ever since back on, I don't know, the J-Man Show episode one. Yeah, I've said that years ago. And then what what's crazy to me is like, you mean you ain't personal you? You made a 15-minute podcast on it. The mini bites are always 15 minutes at minimum. Minimum. And I can talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. It's my network. And truth be told, it's like this. When you have your own opinion and stuff like that, which you are allowed to have. You're allowed to have your own independent thinking. I've been an advocate for independent thinking for a long time. The truth is, is this. Don't lump me in with that nonsense. Re-listen to what I said and understand the whole point about it is, yeah, they might have a whole different way of doing things than I do, but I have a standard. And most people that run businesses and that actually work together to build their businesses and have partnerships and all, Everyone has a standard. It's all about how you present yourself. And if you present yourself strong and not, you know, over like that, maybe then things would be a little bit more respectful. Because all I need to do is see it one time. Whatever you got out there, all I need to do is see it that one time. And if I'm going to invest in it, I'll invest in it. And not only that, but you see a lot of people try to talk to me about the DM thing. I remember saying this. One, because I'm not giving Facebook money for ads. And I'm going to tell you why. Because... You're talking about the website that'll censor people on sharing certain videos that are on said website and then try to say, like, this is not uh, suitable for anything. Oh, this has been blocked in your whole thing. Oh, we do not like the context of this. And it's like, you know what? It should be more of a thing that, you know, at your own risk if you look at it. It should be a thing like, you know, guess what? I can unfollow this if I want to. I can go ahead and push it aside. That's one of those kind of things. But you got Facebook going above and beyond multiple levels of foolery to the point where it's just like, who's in charge here? And I know it's not a bunch of brainless dead apes doing it. You understand what I'm saying? 
I'm not giving a company like that money just to boost my cred and stuff like that when I know there's other ways of me doing it. And if anything, I can build my own marketing agency, which I have. And the truth is, I can do it that way. And I also go about those ways of letting you know. It says production company in my name. What the hell are you talking about? You know, things like that. I'm allowed to do that kind of stuff. But at the same time, there's a standard there. And usually I talk to you guys anyway before that happens. You know, if you've been paying attention. So one way or another, it's amazing how people will try to twist all your stuff around to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. Yeah, well, I got you too. And one way or another, this way it can be solved simply. Unfollow me. Block me. Run if you have to. Because much like Thanos, I'm inevitable. I'm going to be there. It was never anything personal, but I'm going to enjoy this very, very much. Do you understand? Because I have a reason to exist too. I'm not going to fossilize and go away and all that kind of stuff because at the end of the day, all this social climate nonsense that's floating around and stuff like that. I've been here for a while. Much like Godzilla, I wake up in the morning and I'm pissed at everything I see and I'm going to blow it up. And truth be told, this is my land and I'm leaving deep prints. And it's not even about genders and stuff like that. It's about, hey, Get your BS away from me. You know what I mean? Don't gatekeep around me and don't tell me what my content is because I know my content because I'm well aware of everything I do behind the mic. All right? And I talked about what it was a respect thing. I didn't say anything bad about OnlyFans and I didn't say anything bad about the hustle in general because I'm hustling every day. So I know. And when people don't understand that kind of stuff to me, at that point, it's not even just disagreeing. It's just like, you're shilling for those people, and I, at the end of the day, I have no respect for you either. And you'll know if I don't have any respect for you, because I don't even know your name at that point. It's just the way it goes. And I mean, a lot of people could probably do the same to me. Well, Jay, what if it happens to you? I've been the man without. I'll be all right. <laughs> I'm going to look right at you and be like, okay, keep on going. Because like I said, powerful people do big things, and one way or another... You got to have that. You know who you are when you go about saying these things. You know where your mindset is when you go behind the mic. As soon as you hit that record or that live stream button, you should be all together anyway and ready to rock this stuff. That's just how it goes. You see, one way or another, I'm a businessman. I'm a showman. And not only that, I have conviction in everything I do. And most of the people around here would know that. And which is why, like, I don't have to prove it. As soon as you hit about that 100 100 mark and stuff like that, you're pretty much here to stay and everything else is optional. And I hit episode 100 years ago. So I'm about to hit another 100. Woo, woo. But that being said, though, the moral of the story is, it's like, guess what? It is what it is. I'm not ashamed of what I do. And if you're hurt by anything that I say, well, (laughs) maybe you need to look at you. Eh. And that's all I got to say about gatekeepers like that, man. It's just it's so ridiculous these days. Like the content, the context and all that stuff. It's bad enough with the algorithm shadow banning people. It's bad enough with all those kind of things and people get desperate and they have to try to go all these above and beyond fooleries to do these things. But that's what they do, you know? And see, Rocky has a true to form because when Rocky Balboa was around, he gave his son that speech. 
You know what I mean? About what cowards do. You see, it's that one comment. It's that one person that has to go ahead and tries to be in the opposition of things. And when you're in the opposition of things, it's amazing because you'll be like this. How dare you speak back on me about your, your merits and your and your platform and everything else? Well, you know, here's the thing. You over here trying to damage somebody's reputation in a way too, or you're trying to go ahead and say, you know, against the grain about this stuff because either A, you didn't pay attention, or B, you want to be heard and seen and all that kind of stuff. But it's a responsibility towards all things and moderation. Like there's people out there who get well of a lot of opportunities and quite a lot of money by saying and selling the wrong damn thing. And you know what? I pick and choose my battles. Will I step into this? Maybe. Is there something here that's tactful about it? Maybe. Things like that. You got to be smart about this kind of stuff. And needless to say, you know, you want to take me up on that whole thing? I'm going to fight you back. Yes. That's just the way it is sometimes. And then when it's time to go ahead and break it apart because, you know, Newton's third law comes into play, a movable object meets with an object that stays in motion, cancel out, that's just the way it's going to be with certain things. You know, but the only people that have a problem with that or seem to run into that whole thing is Twitter. Twitter's a hive. I'm not expecting anything out of Twitter. And then, you know, like when it gets right down to Instagram sometimes, Instagram, which is Facebook, by the way, you know, all that stuff that goes on there, it hasn't gotten any better when it came to this big tech stuff. It ain't getting better anytime soon. It's more um, functional dystopian than anything. But, hey, I digress. And all that stuff at the end of the day is an opinion. It shouldn't hurt you. If you're going to invest in OnlyFans, if you're going to give any of these people that you want to elevate, you know, your hard-earned money like that, and I don't mean like a nice budget to give them. I mean like you go above and beyond, you know, fist over, all that kind of stuff for it. That's you. And when you do that stuff and you out there broke or whatever and saying, damn, I wish I still had that $200, that's your problem. Because your ROI didn't come together like it's supposed to. And if, and one way or another, I just try to tell people, you know, hey, be a little smarter about the things that you do. That's all there is to it. Now, I've already described that well within the 15 minutes of this show. So, this is not a hybrid episode. I'm going back to doing what I need to do right now. And that is, I'm glad to see that things are starting to recover a little bit better. People are starting to open up things in March. I think Disney over here is supposed to be opening up again. Um, I think uh, there's movie theaters that, the one movie theater is open though, but it still has that whole uh, quota of people that can be in there. So, you know, it's going to get bigger. I, I I like how things are starting to recoup and get back on that keel. And not only that, they got some cool stuff coming out in March, you know, like Raya and the Last dragon uh the one i've been looking forward to godzilla versus kong which by the way i've been avoiding certain things so that they don't get spoiled for me yeah you know who you are you jerks y'all stop that stuff this instant that is not right you know i've been waiting on this movie that was my graduation present for myself don't do this there is too much evil in the world man too much (laughs) but you know i've been watching um the old godzilla movies just to get ready for that like i like how these movies are now connected together to make you know the 2014 godzilla movie that much better yes i have redeemed it 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 is actually a crown jewel now in the collection when it was by itself though i really didn't care much because i wanted godzilla to do a little bit more but you know he did did make an impact i mean let's just be fair 
Because if you think about it, Godzilla versus Megalon, he wasn't really in the Megalon movie that much. That, that was more of Jet Jaguar's movie, which it was originally intended to be. And then they had Godzilla come in in that last few minutes. So, you know, little things like that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just awesome to see that this stuff is starting to come together. I think there's another movie that's supposed to be coming out in March that's a real, real big deal. I think we call it Mortal Kombat, which, by the way, hey, d- do you think Chun-Li made the roster for that? <laughs> Look, man, I-, I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny how, like, you know, they talk about the one character that's easily recognized from another franchise who actually did have her own movie at one time and not that it was good or anything but had her own movie at one time and wanted to include her in the mortal Kombat. because i mean we're all built off of that whole thing in the fighting franchises with that guest character thing that would have been funny if chun li was actually in the movie to be honest with you and then she would get appalled at all the fatalities like well, really what are y'all doing <laughs> you know what i mean though to be fair of all the stuff that goes on in street fighter it's amazing that at least half the roster isn't dead by now either through like you know all the massive head wounds and traumas or all the times the sure you can and the hot can just hits them in the scalps and all that other stuff it's amazing but how strong they are you could say it was key or you could say it was like some dragon ball z-s kind of kind of power who knows which is key by the way but hey all I'm saying is, for these franchises to go as long as they did, you you, you ought to think that they should be covered in Walt's wounds and like in a retirement home by now. <laughs> Things like that. Some of them anyway, like Gen. Or actually, I don't think Gen's still living. I think by the time of three, he's done, right? I don't know. I have to look back at the lore sometimes. Street Fighter has a very nice lore. And the Udon comics actually help, um, you know, envelope it all. And it, it's pretty cool. There is going to be one time I'm going to try to beat Street Fighter 1. Street Fighter 1 is hard to play, man. I mean, like, I guess because, like, you know, and when you're playing 2, you're getting used to the combo system and stuff. Like, 2's combo system really didn't come together, like, as we know it as until, like, uh, Championship Edition did. And you see, Championship Edition had that awesome combo system, but you see, Turbo came along and made it better. Like, when they had that whole sub-series of Street Fighter 2 games, you could just tell that they were just easily just making that stuff better to the point where it was like, this will never stop being released. This game will always come out. And people like me will happily buy them because we're fans. Yep, Capcom's gonna be Capcom when it does these certain things because we will never stop buying them. Because, <laughs> I mean, even to this day, like, playing Street Fighter 4, it's like... Ultra Street Fighter 4 is, like, the quintessential perfect version of it. But you had to get through, like, one game and, what, four upgrades to get there? So, one way or another, like, it's just, they they did the same thing. And they did it with Street Fighter 5 as well. Like, Street Fighter 5, as soon as it was, like, actually playable with the Championship Edition that's right now, and then also with the Season 5 Champion Edition coming, I'm ready. I'm psyched. I'm, like, totally ready to jump in on that. And then the same thing with Mortal Kombat. Now, the movie came out, and I'm looking for a copy of Mortal Kombat 9 so I can play it on the Xbox along with all the other stuff. And before some of y'all be like, uh, you know, why Xbox, Jay? You know, PS3 is... The- I ha- I still have my PlayStation. <laughs> I do. But, you know, the thing about it is some of y'all want me want to see me get my ass kicked or any of that kind of... Or variations 
of that. So it's like this, you know? Fine, fine. I'll find it for the Xbox. So the Xbox got center stage right now. That's the thing. But then again, of course, I can also look at my brethren on the PC side. Yes, I am one of you. I have been secretive about it the entire time, but I am one of you. And yes, PC gaming is awesome. But don't be doing that superiority crap right now. I'm just one of you. Because I've always been a multi-gamer. So come on, like, think about it. Multiple systems, the better. It's just after a while, you know, and with the recession and, you know, trying to build J360 Productions and handling retirement fees and things like that. You know, it's all about how to divvy up your money. <laughs> that's the thing and not to mention where i'm trying to move to so i got goals people but as i go about saying it though it's like everybody's included in this now and i do like pc gaming i don't have a problem with it i should go ahead and look into um some of the shooters that are on pc like uh let's see mm, csgo i think things like that you, you know what i mean csgo does sound nice oh my god i need to jump in uh, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and break away from that a little bit. Matter of fact, working on the steam account right now. And, um, I take a look at the new gaming market regarding the PS five and the Xbox, um, series X, you know, I'm going to say this eventually I will get one, but it will not be, I don't think it'll be in this year. I don't even know if it'll be in next year because I want to go ahead and handle a few things. I got a couple of things that I want to take care of. So I'm going to go ahead and empower what I do have, which is why I went to my parents' house and picked up some of my retros, which thankfully they never got rid of. (laughs) I mean, I still got my Super Nintendo. I got my Genesis, though I might have to do some. Yeah, yeah, I actually do have my Genesis, believe it or not. I thought I got rid of it. But um, the light doesn't light up on it, so I'm going to go ahead and look into doing a little surgery, getting it, you know, nice and properly fixed. I'm pretty good about this sort of thing, because I I do it for some of my systems now and again. I did it for my NES when I had to change out the pin connector, because it kept doing the, um, you know, the blink of death, the dink, 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 one way or another, you're looking at it, it's looking at you, and it's like, do I have to hit you to get you to act? And no. No, not at all. But I know some of y'all went through that like I did. I know you did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I went ahead and I worked on that, too. Like, this stuff used to be a very viable hobby for me, man. Like, I, I used to love that kind of stuff, especially when it was games that were past their prime or what they would say past their prime. And then instead of going to, like, um, to get the latest game and stuff, I would always go to the flea market. And when GameStop was good about this at one time, you know, go ahead and pick up the used peripherals over there, you know, like, like really just go ahead and look into those things and just pick up that stuff to keep the collection going, like sit back and be like, oh, well, you know, it has to do an update for a game on the new system. Fine. I'll sit here with my NES and I'll just play this game for a while. No problem. And then by the time I get back and I see that the download's ready to go, you know, everything's all situated, but I don't really play that new game that much because I'm well invested in playing um, Salem or um, Mario on the NES right now. (laughs) You know, it's little things like that. Or playing Mega Man 2. No NES collection is complete without Mega Man 2. Just being honest. And that game is hard as a, <laughs> hard as hell. And not to mention, like, you can't even stick to the walls and stuff. Remember when uh, you f- played Mega Man X for the first time and you realized that X can stick to walls and you don't have to worry about taking a drop? 
Wasn't that the most beautiful thing ever? I was like, oh my god. There's some safety functions here. At least with the original series, you had to hit the ground running. And if you just fell through that platform, you fell through the platform. There ain't no coming back. And it would suck, too, because there are times you'd be so frustrated with it. You didn't bother to check the menu to see exactly what life you were on. And if you were near the boss and you fell through that platform and (laughs) you were at that zero and all of a sudden the game over scream showed up, you was mad as hell, weren't you? Come on, think about it. I I mean, I can't be the only one that was mad about that stuff back in the day. But you had to try again, though. And and the beautiful part of it, like, Mega Man games were fair because, you know, you could pick the boss you went to. Because they also didn't tell you about the amount of pain you had to go through to get there. But, you know, you could try again, at least. You didn't have to go all the way back to the beginning and then all of a sudden, like, only hope that you found a warp zone or something like that. You know, I just started to look at all the classic games and, like, everything that I've done. And even with the contemplation disc, like, for PS2 and all that stuff, that's still nice. But there's just something really appealing about playing the classic game on the classic console and pretty much just having an afternoon to yourself with an Arizona iced tea in your hand. And then thinking about, you know, I always wanted to be an adult, and I never thought the adult life would be like this, but this is actually okay. This is peaceful. This is exactly what... No. No. It is. This is my life now. See, things like that, you know? That's that's the beauty of it. I mean, sure, you'll go through a lot of hell and all that other stuff, but, you know, to have an afternoon like that... Now, that's tight, huh? And, and, you know, one way or another, it's like heaven. You can build that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, sure. I look at it, and I can go ahead and talk about all the awful things, but I figure, or, or even some of that crap at the beginning of this episode, but yeah, man, like, just sitting here with these retros and stuff and looking at how far I can go and how I can have some new life back into them, thanks to uh, Peripherals by Level Hike, which, by the way, good company. Oh, my God, I just did a plug. I hope I get paid. Well, anyway, let me just say this. <laughs> you know, they make some things that can make this stuff actually viable again. Like, you know, as TVs manage to get built with bigger and better, like with 4Ks, the curve, all that stuff, it's beautiful to look at. And yes, as you have that, you start doing bragging rights. I mean, some of y'all saw me when I bought my new TV and, you know, the 55 inches of greatness. And before you bring up 70, why are you compensating? It's not a competition, damn it. But like I said, the 55 inches of greatness and I'm sitting there and I'm just like in the zone, like everything is right and nothing can go wrong at this point. And no, nothing can because I'm already invested to deal with it. But I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, this is good. And then I have the ability to play some of the older games that can only go up to 480p, but they can get upscaled to looking as effective as their, you know, 4K ready counterparts. That is beautiful. Like, even with this whole thing with the Wii. Yeah, I still got mine. I wish I had a Wii U, though. You know, I, I really do. Because Wii U had some decent games for it. That's, like, one of the biggest retro consoles in existence. Nowadays, you know. Like, at, well, like during a sell point, it wasn't so hot. But at, in the aftermath, it's actually pretty cool. But some of y'all have the Switch. And, you know, Switch is good. Switch is good. 
But like as I look at this stuff, I'm gonna find a way to go ahead and get that Wii pumping out some pretty cool things because I have some stuff still on that, still on it. And one way or another, <laughs> it's all gonna be paying off, and it's gonna be looking good for a certain series that's, you know, currently getting maintenance right now. And yes, you probably already know it if you've been paying attention. And which, by the way, in charge of that, um, I have a Discord that's getting built, so. You know what? Stay tuned, guys. Bringing the community together. Everybody's invited. Even you people I don't like. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. But like I said, it's just something about en enjoying this stuff. Like Donkey Kong Classics here with Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. Like just sitting back playing that stuff. I, I had a whole afternoon filled with just enjoying life, man. Not thinking about bills, not thinking about, you know, all that crazy stuff and just uh, all that stuff. Just, just chilling, just feeling it, just remembering that, you know, not only am I here, I'm alive too, even in the time of COVID. And then that's when my PlayStation 2 controller died. But you know what though? It's okay. Cause I had replacements set in play. Yeah. I managed to get some new, uh. PS2 wired controllers this time. I tried the wireless ones; they were all right. But some games, you know, they didn't get the didn't get the feedback for them, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't gonna work for me." Not to mention they ate the batteries. So that little experiment goes well when I need it, and you know, I don't need it all the time. So back to wires we go. Simple as that. And then, of course, you know, I have my Dreamcast sitting here. She's looking at me. I'm looking back at her. We got some plans. That's all there is to it. Like one way or another. I really don't need that new stuff right now. Because I got these older ones that actually need some, you know what I mean? That actually need some fulfillment. Like, I'm going to go ahead and play some Marvel vs. Capcom tonight. Hells yeah. I'm not going to wait for the contemplation. I wish they would have made a contemplation for that at the same time they made the Street Fighter one. That would have been nice. And I'm not talking about just like Marvel vs. Capcom. No, I'm talking about all the way back to X-Men Children of the Atom. And, and to be perfectly honest, is it Disney that messes these licenses up? Is it Disney that kills these partnerships? You know? Because, you see, the thing about it is, even with what they got going on with Lucasfilms right now, it's like, things could be better. Like, there's stuff out here that we all would like to enjoy. It's a lot of us that are in the fighting games community... We would love to have a versus collection, at least with that. Now, Capcom versus SNK, I leave that entirely up to all of you out there that want to go for that too, because I wouldn't mind that as well. I remember when that got re-released on, um, did it get re-released on three or did it get re-released on four? It was it was one of the Playstations where it got re-released on, and it was a big deal, and I mean a real big deal. Fighting against SNK characters is amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, the new um, the new King of Fighters is looking pretty interesting. I do like 13. I managed to play that on uh, Xbox not too long ago. Beautiful game. Very beautiful game. I didn't get to play 14 yet. So it's on my list. But a lot of these things, man, just it just feels so good to play them again. And then I even played this classic baseball game not too long ago called Baseball Stars 2. 
You can play that, actually. If you got, like, a Prime account, I think Amazon's trying to jump in on the gaming bandwagon, too. Like, I guess they're trying to go head-to-head with Steam. So if you got, like, a Prime with them, you can actually play the SNK games and have them for free, as long as you got Amazon games. So, you know, check that out sometime if you're interested. But I was sitting there playing Baseball Stars 2. Hard game, by the way. Got my ass kicked multiple times. But I started getting better. I started getting better in this way because I had a um I had a base let's let's see. First off, you ain't gotta worry about licenses, so you ain't gotta worry about that nonsense. You got like six different teams you can play as. They're all cartoony, it's arcade based, and then like you can tell if you're losing because like the characters that are on your side, they're all pissy and stuff, and then they like break the bats and everything on their knees and stuff like that. Just total unsportsman conduct. It's just amazing what it and then especially when you're trying to field. Now, your people have to be in the right space at the right time in order for you to field the game. Because, you see, when as soon as the ball's hit, there's like this small shadow. And it's really, really small. And you got to make sure you aim for it. Just so you could go ahead and become effective. And somewhere along the line about that third inning, I was kicking some ass. And then I got my ass kicked because I got a little too carried away with it. The humble effect comes in many ways, folks. But I loved it, though, you know? And I'm going to play it again. And here's the thing. For you Power Play fans out there, yeah, I'll play it for you. I won't play it for you right now because I need to go ahead and finish up that Bioshock 2 storyline. But I will play that for you. And who knows? I might have Space Force in the background laughing at me and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Just like he did in that Street Fighter episode. Which, by the way, you guys seem to enjoy that. So there's going to be another one of those coming. I guarantee it. And, um... Like I said, you know, it's it's a community, guys. Like, if any of you want to join me on those video game endeavors, you know, just let me know about it. That's all there is to it. And when the Discord rolls around, you ain't got no choice. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You always have a choice. Oh, and people have asked me about Hangouts. Yes, yes, yes. Hangouts is a thing. And it's open to anybody that wants to come on board. Yup. All you got to do is email me about it. Just email j360productions.outlook.com and just come right over here and we will have a conversation for at least an hour or so. It's going to be fun. I mean, you know, just everybody just hanging out, enjoying themselves. And, hey, who knows? You might learn a thing or two. I know I probably will (laughs) in so many different forms or another. And it's an uncut show, so you ain't got to worry about watching your language and all that stuff. We put the little E up there in the corner for a reason. Disclaimers are here. But, you know, honestly, I think some people are prudes about that. I really do. I think one way or another it's because they don't have control over their own lives that they go ahead and they try to control people and what they do. Like, they try to go ahead and just, just like that particular individual I talked about earlier and all that kind of stuff. It's like one way or another. I'm allowed to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Nobody has a percentage over me. So, back the hell off. I can, can, I can control and do all the things that I want to do. As simple as that. If you can't handle being talked about, you're in the wrong business. Like, when you talk about me, cool. Whatever. Just don't harass about it. And even then, I already got something in plan with that. (laughs) So that's just how that needs to be said. It's just so ridiculous, man. It really is from time to time. But you'll be aware of these people. You'll see them. You'll see the ones that shill. You'll see the ones that have no control over themselves. You'll see the ones that try to dictate everything. You'll see the ones out here that try to say, 
I, I, I see your way of thinking, but I want you to be on my side, my way of thinking. Why was that make? Is that gonna make you feel better at night? It's not gonna help you. Simple as that. Especially when you're dealing with somebody like me. I mean, if you've been paying attention quite some time, I'm always well invested in my mindset. But with my friends and with people that I know and other people in the community and all that kind of stuff, I'm pretty easygoing. But I also know that one way or another, I'm not going to be universally liked. I don't make shows to be liked. If you do like them, that's cool. I'm, I'm thankful for that. But I know what I was doing when I intended this stuff. And I said this a long time ago when I started way back in 2016 with J360 Radio. Now, in the old J-Man show in 2006 and all that stuff, I remember I used to be like that. Oh, please like my stuff. Please like my stuff. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Long time ago. Because at that point, you know, I tried to, you know, I tried to be everybody's friend. It didn't work. It didn't last long either. It lasted for like a month. (laughs) Then I went ahead and I got into more of a different kind of mindset and then evolved into what you have in front of you right now. A legendary individual. See, the thing about it is, is this, folks. I don't know why people keep trying to reach for that whole thing. I don't know why people keep trying to do that stuff. But it's like this. We're all different individuals. And at the end of the day, like, you know... You might have a problem with the things that I do. I don't have a problem with the things that I do. Obviously because I'm me. And that's a bias in a way. But then there's a thing like, you know, confirmation bias. When some people go ahead and they try to say, I know all of this. And then click. And then that's the end all be all. That's not the way it works either. That can be played in multiple different ways. But the thing about it is, I'm over here on my own plane. You don't see me invading other people on their plane. Going on their channel. Telling them all that kind of stuff. I'm not doing it. (laughs) what why would i do that when i can just make my platform better sometimes you just gotta realize that get my drift yeah yeah Mm. it's gonna get crazy from here on out because you see if one thing like the years leading up to now you know i got to see the the cool side the light side of content creating these years on in, I don't know. I might see the dark side of it. I might see that side of content creating that I didn't want to see, you know, where people fall apart and find a way to destroy communities, things like that, and, and real toxic individuals from here on out. Of course, you know, at the same time, it's kind of nice to meet those people because at least it just goes to let you know all you need to know about them. And then not only that, but there's just certain parties you don't need to go to. That's just the way that goes. And I used to be thankful about that. Like, you know, my own attitude probably turns some people off. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not going to go ahead and try to fit nobody's narrative. Why should I? I'm pretty awesome the way I am. I got my own damn friends. Yeah. I'm as authentic as I need to be. And and, and at the end of the day, some people are like, well, you know, you're a little too, the, a little too, I'm like, and you need to go to hell away and you're a little too effed up. Out. <laughs> Things like that, you know? Like I said before, they don't validate me. My shows here pretty much show like where I come from on different things. And your past, you shouldn't let it define you. You're always changing. But, hey, nobody understands that either. So, there's little things to pay attention to. But you see, sometimes the more and more I explain it, 
the more and more annoyed I get. Because there are times where we realize this. When people already cast the die of their opinion on you, explaining yourself is pointless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't try to convince me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> F you too. You're out. <laughs> I ain't got to associate with you at that point. Yep. That's pretty much what it is. Because, I mean, like, you could try to explain, try to explain, try to explain, but nobody nobody wants to pay attention anymore. Everybody does that reactionary thing. And it's funny, though, because, like, when you go against the grain, or you, according to them, you go against the grain, or you ask questions, or you just don't want to be a part of that stuff, now you're automatically on the other person's team, or you're automatically the opposition, or every name in the book other than your own name. It's it's sad. It really is. Because the thing about me is, I'm an individual first. Before anything. And then all the other stuff. And if unfairly judged labels come out of the woodwork, well, I got a few things to say to you too. And then I'm going to hit you at that one point. And that's all I need to know. You know what I mean? Not looking to be universally loved. A lot of people who look to be universally loved, they do not end up loved at all. And a good example of that would be Donald John Trump. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to be universally loved by everybody. That's why he went for that went for that presidency. It didn't happen. Matter of fact, he got reveled, didn't he? Revived to the temp. But, hey, I can't talk about that either because, hey, I can't talk about how people do shady business practices. And I can't talk about, like, people who um, pretty much try to run things in a culture <laughs> and all that other stuff. So, I can't talk about, wow, I can't even talk about OnlyFans people and I can't talk about politics. That's sad as hell. Even though they're always in the public eye and at the same time, me being who I am, I'm talking about them any damn way. <laughs> I'm an a-hole. But you know what, though? It seems like a hoshpodge, juxtaposed kind of episode, but it all really makes sense once you listen to all the nits and pieces of it all. It's like, I'm working on this stuff, getting where I need to be, and then I realize certain people in the community are falling away, but I don't keep those that don't want to be kept, and things are about to get bigger and better for me, regardless. So, that's that CEO life, and that's just that way of running your race and not stopping because of other people. Just got to let them go. And I'm totally cool with it. But other than that, though, I haven't done a double special for the J-Man show in a long time. So it's due time to do this. It's the final week of February. Why not? And that means you're getting a J-Man episode tomorrow at 10. Aren't you lucky? Yes. And we'll be talking about some movies at that time because it's time for me to get back in touch with the one medium that I love the most in addition to radio broadcasting slash podcasting. You understand what I'm saying? And that's all about the movies. And I managed to see some crazy ones. So, till then, though, this is the J-Man signing off. I want you all to take it easy and everything. You know, live your lives. Find something to laugh about every day. And just stay the course, you know? Oh, and before you all ask me about jams, you find that out tomorrow. See ya.